everyone, and welcome back to the 12th episode of GPN, the podcast. We are so happy to have you back and listening today. Right now, it is Sunday morning. The Sunday scaries are definitely hitting hard after our fun weekends we just had. And I think overall, we had a really hard work week. So this week, we wanted to provide some content that was a little bit more lighthearted to help you get through the rest of your week. So we're going to touch on just our weekends, our picks of the week, and then ghosting. So Nat, how was your Halloween weekend? Um, so my Halloween weekend was pretty good. One of our good friends, old teammates and roommates came to visit from Virginia Tech. And Friday night, me and a bunch of our friends dressed up as the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody cast. It was really fun. I was Maddie, aka Ashley Tisdale. So that was fun. And then Saturday, I copied Kendall Jenner because I didn't feel like paying for a whole costume. And I wore my little black dress from date party last year and I got a hat and I got some 94 cent pantyhose from Walmart and put them on my arms to look like gloves. And it was honestly one of my favorite costumes. So that happened Saturday, uh, Saturday morning. We went to the, it was a little winery that we found. Um, I actually made a reel out of it. So you guys will be seeing that soon. But we went to a winery about 15 minutes away from campus that I didn't even know existed. And I got a bottle of wine that was incredible. So that was fun. Um, Yeah, not much else this weekend, though. It was really just focused around Halloween. And now we are getting ready because we're leaving for a tournament in Asheville on Saturday. So we're traveling Saturday through Wednesday, which is going to be a lot. But I'm really excited. And it's our last tournament of the fall. So, yeah, just getting ready for that and finalizing the travel team. And that's about it. But yeah, what about you, Kai? So my Halloween weekend was actually so much fun. I was thriving, I would say. We actually went to Columbus and we visited our one best friend, Brooke, and stayed with her on Friday night and went to like just a local bar near her. So that was fun just to hang out for a little bit. And then Saturday, we actually went and we got a hotel in Columbus and we did some bar hopping throughout the day. Um, it was just an amazing atmosphere and the energy was really, really cool. Just being around so many college football students and watching the games all day. So I didn't go to a Big Ten school. So just being there was really cool to experience that. And I got to catch up with a lot of old friends that I haven't seen in a while. So that was really nice too. I saw my sister, which was amazing. I haven't seen her in a little bit, but yeah, overall, really had an amazing trip, and I didn't dress up, which is sad. I did want to dress up, but we ended up just staying in our clothes from the day, but yeah, I had a great weekend. How about you, Anna? (laughs) Well, my weekend, I had very big plans, and everything kind of got switched up, but that's okay, so I was going to be... Kim K from her previous SNL skit that just happened. Oh my gosh. The full body pink suit with the Shut bow up. Off. I was so excited. It was all ordered. Had the heels, like full everything. It was all planned out. Anna. And wound up. And then I was supposed to go to um a 
up to Cleveland for the Browns tailgate today, which Matney ended up going to and would have loved to see you, Kai. But my plans kind of got changed around a little bit. I had some family stuff going on, so I ended up having to go home. But that's okay because it wound up being a very relaxing weekend. And we got a puppy, which is awesome. My parents got another puppy. It's a little golden doodle, which I told you guys about a couple weeks ago. She finally got to come home. So that was very sweet. And I had the weirdest interaction with a cashier I have ever had in my life. Yeah. On Friday, I was craving chicken nuggets, which occasionally happens from time to time. And I'm like, whatever, I'm just going to go get some chicken nuggets. So I roll up to McDonald's and order my chicken nuggets, six piece, no sauce. That's it. It's very simple. I get up to the window to pay and the cashier had her head, his or her, I couldn't tell, head down on the windowsill. And oh so God, shut up. I swear to God, they were down for the count at the register. And I was like, oh my God, either they just had a heart attack and I'm going to see somebody like come rushing up behind them to like check on them or they just have their head down and they're taking a break. So I roll my window back up because I don't know if I should like touch the window and check on the person or if I should just like stay in my lane and like roll up the window and like wait for them to get over it. So I roll up my window. I'm like, all right, we're just going to chill here. I'm not kidding you. I sat there for at least 50 to 60 seconds. We were both just chilling. I was in my car and and the person was like up on the window. So with their head down oh and I think I, I think what happened was she just needed a little moment to herself and I was like all right I'll give it to you but she pops back up and I'm like okay do I acknowledge it opens the window up she goes that'll be 295 or something <gasps> for the chicken for the chicken nuggets she didn't <laughs> say anything did not say anything she was just down and then up and then or asked me for my money and that was it I was like what the hell just happened was no one else there? Like, did no one else see it inside the McDonald's? No, no, nobody else saw it. She was having oh. a day, I think. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Anyways, yeah, it was it was very funny, but that is something else. Wow. I know. <laughs> Anyways, um, what uh, are you guys' picks of the week? I can go first. Um. So, sincere apology to everyone listening to this episode. I am going through it right now. Allegedly, I caught the hokey plague last weekend at Virginia Tech. I am coughing a disgusting amount. My lungs burn. It's tough. And I'm so sorry that you have to listen to my raspy voice. But what has been getting me through the week and through Halloween weekend and through practice and through 8 a.m. conditioning is emergency. <laughs> Claps for emergency. We love emergency. Raspberry flavor. She's beautiful. If you don't, if you've never had emergency, it gives you a boost of energy, helps your immune system. It's good for you. I highly recommend. Don't take too much vitamin C, but it's good for you. So go get yourself some emergency. That's it's funny you say that. I have. I just bought some, and it's been at my office, and I've taken one every single day for the last like two weeks. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. It really, it really is. is. Yeah, I can definitely feel the fall sickness coming towards me at this point. I think especially just being in Ohio State around so many people, I feel like I'm getting sick. So 
If you look at my desk right now, I have hot lemon water to my right. I have ibuprofen, Hall's breezers, nasal spray, cold and flu medicine, and emergency. So, um, well, you are stocked. So, so if anybody needs anything, just let a girl know. But yeah, Kai, what's your pick of the week? So I'm gonna go with the classic liquid IV, and I think it's actually a lifesaver. Um, for uh-huh. any kind of drinking purposes, especially <laughs> for this weekend, it was great. Um, it definitely revived me. But um, funny thing is, too, my dad took it for the first time. They were at a um, neighbor Halloween party, and he was like, "Oh my god! Like that liquid IV, it saved me." So I swear by it. It's helped me every time that I've had a hangover, and helped me out a little bit. So I even drink it throughout the day. Um, at work, just to have. If you put one packet of liquid IV in your water, it's equivalent to three glasses of water. Yes, how does that's, it do that? That's it. What triples it your says. hydration. It has the wow. it like has like I don't know specifically what it is, but it's like the electrolytes and the this and the that that hydrates you, and it's just all packed into that, so it triples your hydration. Yeah, I seriously awesome. feel so much better. Like I at least try to drink a water bottle with liquid IV in it every time after going out and it does help a little bit so if you haven't tried liquid iv go and try it definitely great i'm for the me. worst drinker like i'm the i'm the type of person who doesn't drink any water while i'm out comes home sleeps in makeup like passes out lights oh, on yeah, yeah. Oh even if i've only had a couple i just like i don't know i feel like that Zero. is just like what I remember of you and Florence, too. Like, you just coming in and then, like, passing out in bed after coming out. Yeah. And, like, not even passing out from alcohol, just, like, not caring. <laughs> yeah, just, like, being tired and going to bed. I think that's one thing I'm really, really good about is when I know we're wrapping up at the bar almost every single time I get a glass of water, like, from the bartender. Oh. And I drink a glass of water before we leave. No, I'm not even kidding. Well, actually, I don't think I've ever done that. So I think I should maybe start to do that. Like every time we leave Tequila Cowboy, I always have a glass of water before we go. Like when everyone's closing out their tabs, I ask for like a cup of water and I'll drink a cup of water before we go. That is responsible. I don't know what it is about Tequila Cowboy, but every time that I go there, I feel like I just... Me too. That's why I do it there because I start to feel sick because I'm so I don't know what... (laughs) <laughs> goes on at tequila cowboy but <laughs> every time i go there i don't feel the best so <laughs> just yeah oh my throwing that out there There's a, lot, a lot going on there but yeah my but- pick of the week um so i am so into the different psychology tests and the different tests to tell you more about yourself so The other week, this thing popped up on my Instagram. It was an ad, and it was basically advertising a website. But the website was for something called Chronotypes. Have you guys heard of this? Oh, I've never heard of that, Anna, so I would love to hear a little bit more about it. So I'm really into Enneagrams. Just to throw this out there, Enneagrams tell you your personality type, what you value in life, what motivates you, that kind of thing. And chronotypes are basically telling you what kind of sleeper you are. It's like a a quiz, psychology-based quiz to tell you what your sleeping schedule should be for like maximum productivity for your day, depending on what you are. And so I think there's a lion, there's a dolphin, a wolf, and a bear. 
And I'm a lion, which means I work best in the morning. So I'm like an early riser, wake up, drink my coffee, do my the front load of my work in the day. And then towards like three or four, start to wind down a little bit, like from work, start to shift into the evening and then like go to bed early. So it's just really interesting to tell you more about how you function best throughout your day and like to get an idea on a good schedule for yourself. That's amazing. Is it a certain website that you go on then? I think you can just Google search chronotype quiz and it pops up. Okay. I'm very interested to see what mine is. I'll let you know next time. I'll take it. Yes, please do. And it's C-H-R-O-N-O, chrono. And something, um, going back to what you were saying, just about what works best for you and you waking up early, I totally admire that about you. I have tried so hard to be a morning person. The earliest I can wake up, I, I do wake up, you know, around 536 now for work, but it's not like the time that I would pick to wake up if I had to. Like if it was just a regular weekend, I wake up around like eight. I feel like that's like my sleeping in now, but I just don't know how you do it. You've always <laughs> been such a morning person though. If I could, I would love to wake up at like 630 every morning. I don't think I could Agreed. do 530, 6 o'clock. I think 630, get up at 630, be done with breakfast and morning routine by 730, like go to the gym. I I think that is, I, I can't do it. I literally can't. <laughs> yeah. There's something so powerful about getting stuff done early in the morning. Yes. Mm-hmm. I can't sleep in. Like I was out last night until we're not going to say what time because it's a little late, mm-hmm. but I couldn't sleep past 10 o'clock this morning like I will not sleep past 10 and especially when I'm on my golf schedule like I cannot sleep in past 8 eight thirty. Like I just I can't which yeah. isn't which isn't early but it's not late yeah what time do you go to bed so I, I I've always been a late night person because my mom is mm-hmm. and in high school I would literally go to bed at 2 30 and wake up at like 5 30 6 o'clock and I would do that every day. And I would dance and golf after school every day. Like I was on the go 24-7 and I would go off of four or five hours of sleep. And I've gotten better about it because now if I don't get eight hours of sleep, I am an absolute grump. So mm-hmm. I try to be asleep by 11.30, 12 o'clock. It never happens. But as long as I'm asleep by 12.30, I'm good. Gotcha. Yeah. I cannot, cannot stay up past like 11.30 on a work night. I'm usually in bed by 10.30. That's that's just how I function. Then like some people function just fine waking up a little later, going to bed a little later. But even at school, at school, I would rather wake up at four to finish something than stay up till two. Mm. See, I want to be that person, but I'm an in-betweener. I'll start the assignment at night. I do this for my one class because I have something due every Monday, Wednesday, every Tuesday, Thursday for my 930 class, I'll do as much of it as I know I can for me to wake up at 8 a.m. and finish it by nine. (laughs) So once I get to that point where I'm like, yeah, I can definitely do the rest of this in an hour, then I go to bed and I finish it the next morning. Nice. Nice. It's not a good system. Do not recommend. It's honestly (laughs) one of my flaws. Being a procrastinator is not not my my proudest (laughs) moment, but it's okay. Honestly, procrastination, this is my philosophy, procrastination leads to maximum efficiency. (laughs) That is true. If you know you can put something off and you know about how many hours it's going to take, 
I do something much faster if I only give myself that time than if I'm like, okay, it's Monday. I have till Friday to do this. I'll just do it in spits and spurts here and there. It will take me much longer to get finished than if I just gave it an hour on Friday. I'll really zone in on it when I have that hour left to do it. And like my full focus is on that. Where if I'm doing it like two nights before, then I'm kind of all over the place doing it when I can. Yep. Not good. Not good. Not good. Nope. But. Anyhow. I think this, I think this leads us into a little story time with Anna. Oh, Oh, we're getting into it right now. Yes. (laughs) I think we need to just get right into it. So Anna, um. We talked about it earlier in the podcast, but Nat, Matt, and I made a trip to come visit Anna and stay with her in Columbus for the weekend, and we had quite some experiences while we were there, so... um, We made a friend. We made a friend. I made a friend on Matney's behalf, with Matney's encouragement. (laughs) Once upon a time on High Street. High Street. Once upon a time on High Street, we're walking from where? Seesaw to Standard? I don't think we knew where we were going. I think we were going from Seesaw to Standard, correct? Yes. So Seesaw is a hoppin' happenin' dance lounge bar, I would say. It's not really a club. It's the most clubby bar in Columbus, but it's not a club. We're going from there to Standard, which is the largest bar, I believe, in Ohio. It's the most Ubered to bar in Ohio. Actually, I think it's the most Ubered to location, not this bar. Anyways. We're walking down High Street. Matney is off the rails, yelling, running. It's fabulous. And had me on a high. I was, like, energy fully loaded. We were yelling at everyone. We were making friends left and right. Left and right. Literally turning people around and getting them to go to the next bar with with us. us. Yes. We had, by the end of it, we had a group of probably at least 10 random people. Yeah. Just following us. (laughs) And I don't know. Kylie, you take you take the reins on this. <laughs> so we saw this kid on the street. We were just messing around. Yeah. I oh, said yeah. that I wanted to kiss someone. <laughs> yes. Anna said she wanted to kiss somebody. And then I am walking in front of them. And I look back. And Anna's literally just kissing this Keegan. <laughs> I We run into this man. He's 6'3 or 6'4. He's very much my type. I'm like, what are the odds? So uh, I so and he was he was by himself too and he like looked like he was on a mission. Oh, yeah, yeah. Matney kind of Matney kind of stopped him and Matney kind of you know gave Anna the nudge. I go up to him and I say hi, I'm Anna, and he was like, oh hi, I'm Keegan, and Matney's behind us going kiss kiss. <laughs> so then everybody, me, all the guys that were following us said kiss kiss kiss. Kiss. And I don't know this man at all. We just met five seconds earlier and we both just kind of look at each other and shrug and kiss. And then there's a video and Kylie is literally wrapped around my waist, hugging my back <laughs> while I kiss this man. So we're all cracking up. We end up leaving Keegan, which is fine, you know, lost soldier, but whatever. So we keep going, and then we go to this country bar, and the country bar says, nope, too late, you can't come in. So we danced outside of the country bar to the country (laughs) bar music in front of the bouncer because he wouldn't let us in. We take an Uber home, and we get back to Anna's apartment. We get out of the Ubi Booby, as we were calling it that night. Oh, my (laughs) goodness. I I can't. I honestly forgot about that. (laughs) The Ubi (laughs) Booby. The Ubi Booby. And we're standing in Anna's parking lot. 
And guess who wait, is wait, in wait, her apartment wait, complex? Wait, wait, wait. I get my keys. I go to scan it to walk us in. And I, as I'm opening the door of my apartment complex, Keegan walks out of my apartment complex. The Keegan from three out, two or three hours before is walking out of my apartment complex. We were screaming. Matney was howling. <laughs> Matney, Matney was, yes, she was, she was off the rails. I mean, yes. <laughs> I was cracking up too. Like, what are the odds that literally Keegan is standing at the same time in my apartment complex? So right. Anna, Anna's our mom, basically. If you guys don't know this, Anna's our mom. And Apparently not we, a responsible one, but <laughs> we all go, we all go inside and we all go upstairs. Mind you, my apartment looks over the parking lot that I'm now standing in with Keegan. So Keegan and Anna are walking Keegan's sister's dog, right? Yeah, yeah. Keegan came out of the apartment complex with a dog. So they're walking his dog out, his sister's dog outside, and they're standing there talking. And me, Matney, and Kylie are on our knees with our eyes peeking out Anna's bedroom window, watching them trying to be so sneaky, like with our eyes just over the edge of the window. Mind you, it's like 3 a.m. and my window my the the window of my room is the only one lit up and it's backlit against three fools up against the window so we look up i look up and i see the three shadows of you guys and i lose it like i know they're plastered against the window so i was a fresh 21 year old we're all just these fun little 20 whatever year olds who just got done at bottle service yeah at bottle service how old is keegan Keegan's 27 or 28, I think. He's probably like, who are these children peering out the window <laughs> to watch their friend walk a oh dog at 3 in the morning? Yeah, it was a wild, wild experience. I woke up the next morning and I was like, what in the world? Like, what are the odds of meeting somebody on the street passing from bars? He was literally going from Standard to Seesaw and we went from Seesaw to Standard. And then getting separated and then at the same time he's walking out of my apartment complex so we all thought we all thought it was fate and the next morning me kai and matney were leaving and but we were sitting in her living room we were like oh my gosh keegan it's meant to be you and keegan you and keegan keegan was not the one keegan Keegan wasn't wasn't it he didn't cut it he wasn't it he He wasn't wasn't it it. and we really thought he was gonna be keegan if you're listening we were pulling for you yeah, Keegan, we, we no. were really pulling for you. You're not it, though. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was probably the weirdest timed moment. One, one of the top weirdest time moments of my life. I was like, this is just odd. It, but it's easy to say it's fate. It was definitely not fate. So since it is Halloween weekend, we had the wonderful idea to talk about the classic ghosting. So, yeah. Ghosting. Yeah. Ghosting, getting ghosting, ghosting, standards of ghosting. Yes. So for anybody who doesn't know what ghosting is, it is simply having contact with somebody you're interested in or not really all that interested. Somebody's interested. And you just disappear. You stop talking to them. You abruptly cut contact and don't give a reason, basically. Would you guys agree? That's ghosting. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. It's like you end all contact pretty permanently. Very quickly with no Rhyme or reason. With no explanation, yes. So I think that in some situations it is used as an out for lack of communication and immaturity. But sometimes I think that it is very much needed and I think that it is the right thing to do because if you don't completely cut ties and drop it there and then, it's never going to end and it's a cycle. So I feel like for me, there are two different situations. There's a situation where you've been talking to the person, you've gone on more than a couple dates, you're both emotionally invested. If somebody all of a sudden ghosts, then I feel like it's wrong. Like you're both have put something into it. And if there wasn't really a signal that either one of you were disinterested, I feel like at that point that it's wrong to ghost. But if I've only been on a date or two with a guy and it's very like casual, I we we've had good conversation, but it's not really gone past that, then I don't owe him anything. Do you know what I mean? Like I I don't he's a stranger still at this point. I don't know him that well and I'm not going to waste my time anymore. I I just I don't feel like you owe somebody I, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. It's me, not you. Like, it seems excessive when you barely know the person. So it's ju- it's just kind of a mutual. Let's move on. Let's move past this kind of thing. It's not so much of like an insulting ghost to me. I guess. Yeah, I think going back to what you said about barely knowing each other makes it almost okay. Because like, if you just went out once, like, I think that's almost more. I don't know if drama is the correct word to use, but. I don't know. It's not needed when you barely know somebody that much to have to have a full out conversation about something like that. But on the other side, like if it's someone that you have been talking to and have been emotionally investing in them, I would say that it would be worth at least a conversation. And if you don't have that conversation and somebody ghosts you, I would say that's where you can see where their maturity is at, because it's really not that hard to have a regular conversation at this point. Right. It's basically a matter of like, how much do you care about hurting this person or not? Does it matter to you that you will hurt them from ghosting them? And will it impact your relationship? And does that matter? I think it's all situational. Oh, yeah. Yes. And it depends on the situation. But if it's somebody that you've known for a really long time, I think it's definitely worth having like a conversation and seeing where your feelings are at. So I think that is pretty... I would say messed up if they just stopped speaking to you at that point. I think I think that the hard part about the whole ghosting thing, right, is so many people our age, okay, everything, as we said last week, revolves around social media. And so at one point, I cut Snapchat from, every, like, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, put it all away in a folder in the back of my phone, shut all my notifications off because I was done. Like, I just wanted nothing to do with that. And I was like, if somebody wants me, they'll text me or they'll call me. And people took that the wrong way as in I wanted nothing to do with them because it was for the whole summer. Like, as soon as I left college until I came back to college, I, unless somebody texted me and said, go look at this, I wasn't on it. So I think it can be taken the wrong way. But I think sometimes people just need a break. And I feel like people rely. And I think this isn't like the typical ghosting, but I feel like people rely on their phones a lot. And I feel like sometimes... A break is very much needed. 
And I feel like it's okay sometimes to ghost and to just, you know, go off the grid and do your own thing. Ghosting from life. Yes. It's funny you bring this up, Nat, because I was just talking about this with my roommate, Sophia, um, at some point. I I think it was a couple weeks ago. But Snapchat and Instagram make it so much easier for a person to have access to you when in like previous times before social media and everything, you would either text somebody or not. And, and communication stopped and ended there. Whereas now, if you kind of choose to move on from somebody, they can still send you like little Snapchats that don't mean anything and they can keep popping up in different ways that it's not, it's not beneficial to the relationship in any way, but it keeps you thinking about them. And I've, totally agree like it is okay to step away from those forms of those platforms that it's like the communication should have stopped and it just didn't so I guess it's the opposite of ghosting agree no I was just gonna say I feel like for a man I mean it happens with girls too but I think people do that as they still really care about the person and like they're kind of confused themselves they want to have that string on somebody still to keep snapchatting them and I think that's what Snapchat is nowadays for a lot of people. They like technically end the relationship, but then they just keep Snapchatting to like see that name pop up all the time. And I don't like you enough to be with you, but like let's just keep Snapchatting so I have you as an option. <laughs> exactly. It's a little bit manipulative. Oh, it's it's it very manipulative. Be. I think like I like Snapchat. I mean, we're getting a little bit older now, so I feel like we might not be using it that much longer, but I don't know. To anybody listening that has testosterone. If Snapchat is your only form of communication with someone, grow up. Literally grow up. Cut that shit. (laughs) I just thought of a question, too, with ghosting that I wanted to ask you both. But why do you think people ghost? Like, what do you think their main reasoning behind ghosting is? I think some people are too scared to actually communicate. And I think that some people just don't care. Yep. It's an easy... Yeah, it's an easy out. They don't want to. Honestly, I think it's it's people who are emotionally unavailable. They don't understand what how they feel. They don't understand how they impact other people and they don't care. Emotional immaturity. Emotional immaturity. I don't know. I think it comes from a place of not being in tune with your own emotions and then therefore not being in tune with somebody else's and like realizing the impact that that has on somebody because it is hurtful. Oh, 100%. If it's significant, if it's a significant relationship, both have invested in it and you just cut ties, that is damaging to some people. Oh, 100%. I feel like just not having any of that reassurance of what you even did wrong or like what they felt was going wrong in the relationship, you just constantly thinking about it is really hard, honestly. And I mean, I saw something on TikTok recently and it was actually really good, but it was basically this girl saying like them just ghosting me was my way of me healing and closure. Yeah. She was like, that's just how I got over it. Them doing that basically answered all of my questions. So I guess it could answer your questions too. You have to. I think an emotionally intelligent person gets to that conclusion, but I feel like a lot of people internalize that and say, well, what's wrong with me? Why am I not enough? The best case scenario, somebody can get to a point where they're like, that was my sign. They just weren't into me. It's a them thing, like whatever. But a lot of people don't get 
get there. It's mm-hmm. it's hurtful and it's they internalize it. Also, if you're listening and you've been ghosted, know that you deserve way better. Oh my goodness, <laughs> yes. If somebody doesn't have enough respect to at least give you some kind of answer of why they're moving on or why they can't be with you, you would not want to be with that person anyway. So communication is key. One hundred percent. Do you guys have any ghosting stories? Honestly, no. People don't like me. <laughs> Whatever. But yeah, going back to ghosting stories, I honestly like I wouldn't consider it like ghosting. I think because like I saw it coming to an end, if that makes sense. Like it was just like continually like going downhill. It it wasn't any like major <laughs> relationships that I was in, but I could just see it, like, not progressing and, like, going in the correct direction. Like, I just – I think we both kind of knew at that point, like, it wasn't working out. So I don't think that's really ghosting, but I think it's just, like, slowly going going our separate ways. ways. Yeah, but it's, like, a mutual – Yeah, a mutual going our separate ways. We both kind of understand that it's not working. So. Maybe – it's called ghosting because it lingers at the end. It lingers around like yes. a ghost. It just oh. it hangs around and you can't see it and it disappears. Yeah. And it lingers like a ghost. But some people straight up just cut off communication. Like there's some hardcore ghosters out there. Oh yeah. I've I so when we were talking about this as a topic, I was like, no, I don't think I've ever been ghosted, ghosted. And then I remembered, yes, I have. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. This one was honestly funny because okay i'll get into it okay kylie do you remember that guy that i was talking to when we were in florence yes i do okay so this guy i was a junior in high school when he was a senior and i had the biggest crush on him like i thought he was the cutest i still think he is so cute regardless of how it ended but whatever he looks like Liam Hemsworth and who's my like number one celebrity crush so but he's not he's not a great person so we we dated in high school up until I snuck out with him and then got caught and grounded (gasps) Anna no yes so that ended the relationship and we went to separate colleges but I still like kept connected with him and it wasn't until right before we I went to Florence that I caught up with him again and we started kind of texting back and forth here and there and there was heavy tension whenever we were with each other but never acted on it or anything like that and I went to Florence. Actually, I went to D.C. Then I went straight to Florence and I saw him between D.C. and Florence. Like we both made it a thing to see each other. We go to Florence. I find out he dates somebody when I'm in Florence, come back home. And I'm so excited to be back because I want to see if there's anything there, you know. So I see him out. The night of New, no, the night of Christmas, run into him. I see him from across the bar and I was like, oh shit. So he comes up and he's like, hey, by the way, I'm breaking up with my girlfriend tomorrow. Oh. And I was like, first of all, what a douchebag move, first of all. Second of all, I fell for it. So <laughs> <laughs> he texts me a couple days later and is like, hey, do you want to hang out? 
whatever. I was like, yeah, that's fine. Like I haven't seen him in a while. Would love to catch up. So we hang out. He is, he semi embarrasses himself. He just says some embarrassing things. And I see him out New Year's. So mind you, this has been like one week and I see him out and he doesn't say a word to me. I have known him since I was 16 and he walks by me at the bar and doesn't say a word. This is live in-person ghosting people. That is so weird. I was so hurt. I was, and also he was the one who embarrassed himself. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't because of something I did. He was just embarrassed and couldn't handle it. And I was so pissed. I was like, how could he ruin a six or seven, what, however many year friendship, blah, blah, blah. So whatever, time goes by. Last, no, this past February, I think we reconnected. He asked me out on a date and the day of the date. So I gave him another chance. The day of the date, he canceled. And I never what? heard from him again. What? No. You never talked I to him again? I let it happen two times. No, I was like, I'm done. Anna, That's you better ridiculous. not let that happen a third time. Oh, hell no. But I was so, I was so mad. I was like, you are a POS. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't, yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But anywho, no, I do not care what he thinks of me. I just, it was pretty appalled at his behavior. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I... I really love your standards too. That's amazing that you're like, I'm done with you. So you. Hell yeah. Thanks fam. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for hanging out with us this week. Check out our Instagram and Facebook at GPN, the podcast, and make sure to follow and subscribe to get notified on Thursdays when we upload new episodes. Um, We hope you all have a great week and we will see you next Thursday. Bye. Bye.